Hello, 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 and welcome to the season four finale of Sheep Thrills. Um, thank you guys all for, for hanging out with me this semester. We've got a pretty great show for you guys today. Um, first things first, we have a new volume of Scandal or Scamdal featuring some familiar friends. Um, and then after we wrap that up, you guys get to listen to just my voice for the next 20 or so minutes. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a retrospective on where we've been throughout the semester. I'm going to do a little bit of a perspective on where we're going next semester and what I'm not going to be able to cover in the month that we are away. Um, so thank you guys all for listening. I'm going to jump right into Scandal or Scamdal. It's a delight as always. Um, so please enjoy. Hello and welcome to volume two of Scandal or Scamdal. I'm here with some familiar friends to play this game, and I'm gonna have them all go around and introduce themselves. Emma, would you like to go first? Sure. Hello, everyone. My name is Emma. Um, I'm an environmental studies major, and I unfortunately dropped my poli-sci major, but I still have a poli-sci minor. Um, I'm Addison. Um, <laughs> I, no longer associated with poli-sci, except for the fact that I was a ill turn this semester. So uh, hopefully I won't get last place this time. I'm Helen, still not at all associated with poli-sci, but I am the reigning champ. True. So I feel a lot of pressure at the very moment. Good. I was, as I was prepping this, I was thinking, I think Addison's going to do a little bit better now because she, I was like trying to think of things that had to do with like the geography of the, like the, like the campus. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, but Addison's going to know now. Good. So anyway, she's I, on. So I'm going to go over the rules for the audience. We also have our friend Issa in the background. This is our live studio audience. You Yay! may hear giggling from the background. That's her. <laughs> um, okay. So the rules. I'm going to read the scandal, and then you can discuss amongst yourselves for as long as you would like. You can ask any follow-up questions, but I do have final decision over whether or not I choose to answer them. I am not going to tell you the body of Congress they're in. I'll tell you like the level, like I'll tell you if they're in Congress or state legislature, or like a mayor, something like that. Um, but I'm not going to tell you which body of Congress. I'm not going to tell you the state that they're from. I'm not going to tell you that the party that they are from. Um, I will tell you roughly the timeline or time frame that this happened in, if you ask, if you think it's relevant. Um, everyone that gets it right will get a point. There may be an opportunity for bonus points later. Who knows? Um, you guys have to keep track of your own scores because I'm really lazy. Um, and I just don't feel like keeping track of it. We also can go back and count them later. But is everyone ready to go? Understand the rules? Feel yes. excited? Yes. Yeah, wait, hold on. Let me just delete my coding presentation. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay, I'm good. Okay. <clears throat> Question number one. A member of Congress went viral on Twitter after a video of her yelling at an intern for riding on the members-only elevator got posted online. Scandal or scandal? That's gotta be a scandal. Think it's real? I do. <laughs> what year? This was, I mean, within like the Twitter years, so within the last like decade. I don't know, I didn't write exactly what down what year it was, but semi recent. Was yes. it before or after Elon Musk owned Twitter? Well, before. Considering <laughs> that Elon Musk owned Twitter as of a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> mm, did she wear a pantsuit? I can't, I, I don't know the answer to that question. Would she wear a pantsuit? She would probably wear a pantsuit considering that she is a member of Congress. So true. Baddie, final answer? Emma, is that your final answer though? Yeah. Scandal, yeah. real? Yeah. Okay. I can see it being real. Real? Yeah. I'll say scandal as well. Oh, you're all saying that it's real? Yeah. Wrong! Fake. It's a scandal. You all got got. What? <laughs> anyway. I must read that memo. I'm redeeming myself. I'm redeeming myself after messing up all of the fake So this is the game, us versus you. Truly, it is. It is. You guys aren't competing against each other. You're competing against the game. Okay. <clears throat> Question number two. Yes. A sitting member of Congress's husband was arrested in 2004 for exposing his penis to two people in a bowling alley. 
<laughs> that's not that's not funny. <laughs> scandal or scandal. Okay, that's definitely real, but I just need to know who it is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's start with home. Start with you. Is there any, is there any conversation, any follow-up? What? Uh, you said 2004? It was 2004. It was the arrest, but it is a the, sitting member of Congress. Sitting member of Congress as oh, of right now? The, as of right now. The husband got arrested? The husband got arrested in 2004. Hmm. Interesting. State? No, you can't answer mm-hmm. that. Never mind. Okay, I'll say scandal. Scandal. Yeah, I agree. I think that's real. You guys are all correct. It Yay! is. Now, as an opportunity for bonus points, which member of Congress? I don't know. Do we get to know now if it's Senate or House? Uh, I'll tell you that it's House. Okay. Yeah, because that doesn't know. It, there's, there's not enough senators for that. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody have so any they've guesses? been there for a long time. Were they Neither. sitting in 2004? They were not. Oh, I'll tell you that too. Okay. It narrows it down a little bit. I guess if you know when certain people were elected to Congress. <laughs> it narrows it down to everybody on this planet. Basically. I mean, there were so many people who are currently in Congress that were elected in like 1980. So I guess it, you know, AOC. cuts out the Nancy Pelosi's of the world. So true. Do you think it's AOC? Do you think yeah. it's AOC's husband? Okay. Yeah. I think <laughs> it is. Studio audience participating. <laughs> I think it is. Um, I am gonna say. Allison, <laughs> come on. Uh, what's the oh, buddy? The the golden retriever. Okay. What? Huh? <laughs> okay, that's her final answer. That's that's final, final, final answer. Marjorie Taylor Greene? You're close. You're the closest of everyone. It is, in fact, Lauren Boebert. Ow. Mm. Oh. And apparently, Lauren Boebert's defense was that he didn't actually show his penis to two people in a bowling alley. He just threatened to. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, almost did. Like, he was going to take his pants down, but he stopped. That is so funny. Lovely. So, that's it. One point across the board for everyone. Is everyone Yay. ready for question number three? Yes, I think so. A member of Congress was indicted for an alleged arrangement with an eye doctor under which the doctor uh, provided, or yes, the doctor provided flights on a private jet and lavish vacations in exchange for the member's help with government contracts. Huh? Hmm. Basically. What does, I have a question. Yes. What does indicted mean? (laughs) It means that he was charged. Ah, Okay. Scandal or scandal? Would you repeat the whole thing? <laughs> okay, basically, the member of Congress had a, basically an improper relationship with the eye doctor. So the eye doctor would be paying for all of these things for the member of Congress, and the member of Congress helped him with getting government contracts. Hmm. Okay. Sounds about right. Basically, just like yeah. bribery. And I would. I, I, would. I would. I I think scandal. Scandal. Yeah. Yeah. Scandal. Yeah. Okay. Scandal. You guys are all. Correct. Yeah. After the organ situation last That's time. true. That's true. Okay. Now follow I'm up. Out follow up question. I'll give you I'll give you a, a bonus point if you can name the state or the member of Congress. And I will tell you that this is a senator. Are they currently sitting? They are currently sitting. This did not mess with um, their role at all. Oh, why would it? I'm um, gonna go ahead and say New Hampshire. Okay. Mm, it is giving New England. Mm, interesting. That being said, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, we'll, we'll say. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy really thinks she's going to get it right. <laughs> Just because I don't know state West Virginia. Okay. Ohio, baby. You guys are all incorrect. It is the great state of New Jersey. It's always Bob Bo- Menendez. <laughs> who is a currently sitting member of Congress. Horrible. Menendez. Menendez. Okay. Everyone ready for question number four? Yes, sir. Everyone's still not. Everyone's tied We're at all two. We're all tied at two, tied baby. Two. Okay. Number four. A congressional candidate filmed and shared his own sex tape to highlight his sex positive platform. Madison scandal Cawthorn. or scandal. <laughs> scandal or scandal. You know, if it's real, I like this campaign. 
Listen, normalize sending out your sex tapes. Uh, I think that actually you go for it. like scandal. Scandal, you think it's not real? Correct. Uh, um I don't I, I don't think it's real. To, you don't think it's real? No. Okay, scandal, scandal. Scandal as well. You all yeah. think it's fake? Yeah. You're all wrong. Oh, Thank God! There is a God! It is in fact, it is in fact real. I'll give you guys a bonus point if you can name the state. Is it a currently They did not win their election. Uh, it was at the 2022 election cycle, but they did not win their race. I will say, is it the boot man? Excuse I don't know who the boot man is. <laughs> he wears a boot on his head. Oh no, that might run for president. Like run for president. I don't know okay, what anyway. she's talking about. <laughs> Name I'll say Oregon. Oh my god, I'm gonna say North Dakota. Okay. Uh, Maine. You're all wrong. New York. Manhattan. Oh, that was gonna be my candidate. first guess. Manhattan congressional candidate did in fact film and share his own sex tape. Super cool. We talked about this. Did you watch shows? it? No, I didn't watch it. You said super cool. I don't know. <laughs> it was a super cool sex tape. No big really, deal. It was really rad. Really okay. raw. Which can I ask which yeah, party? Who was it? That yeah. Were I truly don't know. Who it was, was it? like a random independent party. I don't remember his name. I'll send you all the link to the to the sex tape. No, to the news story. <laughs> to the news story after this. Okay. Anyway, everyone ready for question number five? Mm-hmm. You're all still tied at two points. Yes. A congressional candidate made a campaign speech in the same room as and was photographed with Hitler's car. Yes. Scandal or scandal? Scandal. Scandal. I mean, that is like yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like we're not discussing enough. Yeah. Do you like, have question? What year? This was this cycle. This cycle? This cycle. Was it... No, I have no follow-up questions. Okay. It's okay. a scandal. I'll say scandal. Scandal? You think it's fake? So real, real fake. You guys are correct. Yes. It was real. Someone was wrong. And again, I will give you the opportunity for a bonus point. If you can name the candidate... Or the state. So they didn't and I, they did not win. And this okay, I'm gonna really, really narrow it down. Really narrow it down. It's a Senate race where the candidate didn't win. Yeah, that really thank you. Think about think about people who have really, really bad Senate campaigns. Dr. Oz. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I gave it away, so I didn't give you the opportunity. Yes, honestly, it was in fact Dr. Oz. Wow. So I will give you the bonus point, but I will give you an exclusive opportunity for a bonus point later. Thank you. Okay. Is everyone ready for number six? Wait, was I excluded from getting a bonus point? Well, you didn't get the initial question right. Oh, no, but you also, I'm sorry. Yes, you both get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, you'll both get the opportunity for an individual bonus point later. Okay. Question number six. A town mayor was arrested after he used his gun to shoot deer in his backyard. Didn't that happen on Shelter Island? Uh, <laughs> something of the like has happened in my backyard. They weren't it was Emma. They weren't arrested. I'm going to go scandal because like was, this was, seems reasonable. Was it recent? It was recent. I mean, it was like within the last 15 years. You and I have a different definition of recent. What's your definition of recent? Like this cycle? Last like three years. Okay. So then no. For a second I forgot what we were doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am brain damaged apparently. She's also winning, so. <laughs> I, it's the hill turn in her. Where am I? <laughs> um, which quadrant of the United States? I'm not going to tell you that. Oh my lord. How is that going to help you narrow it down? I feel like it's a North Dakota thing. Three, two, one. It it is not real. Okay. I'll say scandal. So not real, not real, real. You guys are correct. It is in fact a scandal. Although I did base this on my own town, and I feel like I've told you guys this story before. But the former mayor of my town, he had a bit of a bear problem in that there were like two bears in town. 
and this mayor wanted to get like a temporary permit for like the men in Chatham Township to be able to go out and shoot the bears. Just like on the street. And just the men? I mean, you know, it was this particular, he did not, he was not going to encourage the, the women folk to get involved. Anyway, he was a real character, but that particular story is a scandal. So you two get a point, yeah. Emma does not get a point. Addison, still in the lead. Okay, number seven. A White House employee was fired after he invited, accidentally invited the baseball team, the Washington Senators, instead of the literal senators from the state of Washington to an important meeting. This is that's good or that's scandal. real. It's almost like that thing that happened at the landscaping thing with Trump. It, it, it is It is similar. Mm. Mm. Is it my turn to go first or yours? What year? Well, this was when the Washington senators existed, so. What year was that? I don't know. <laughs> A long time ago. A long wow. time ago. Yeah. Okay. Were they minor or major? I think they were like the team that existed before the Nationals. So whatever that was, I don't know how baseball worked then. I barely know how baseball works now. Hmm. I don't have any other questions. Okay. Is that a scandal? Scandal, fake. Yeah, I don't think it's real. Okay. I think it's but, like, real. You do scandal. think it's real? Scandal? It is a scandal. Scandal! And the way I got my motivation for this is because I was Googling the senators from Washington, and I Googled Washington senators, and I got the Wikipedia page oh. for the baseball team, and I said so that true. would be really funny on Scandal or Scam, Scandal or Scandal. So true. So there you go. So that's so two points for you. Emma, come yeah, on! No. It's the poli side dropout in you. Okay. Don't Not drop out, drop down. Sorry, <laughs> drop down. I dropped out. <clears throat> okay. Everyone ready for question eight? Yes. yes. A politician went missing for about two weeks after telling his staff he was going to hike the Appalachian Trail. Turns out he was in Argentina visiting his mistress for two weeks. Scandal or scandal? 100% real. How yeah. recent? This was, ooh, ooh, not recent by your standards, but like within the last 10 or so years. Recent by your standards. Recent by my standards. Gotcha. We say as if we're more than six months apart age-wise. But yep. Yeah. Um, any more questions? Yeah, wait. <laughs> was this, this is a Washington, a Washington big person or just like state? This is, oh my God, wait a minute. I don't remember. I don't remember it and I'm sorry that that sounds like I'm lying and I'm sorry, but I don't remember and I didn't write it down. Hmm. Emma, go. Well, I was going to say real, but that <laughs> made me think fake. But I'm going to go with my original thing and say scandal. Scandal. Okay. Daddy? I want this to be real so bad. And so I'm going to manifest. Because I, let's, let's be honest, like, that's a slay. Some, like, I, that is so realistic. Like, I, someone would do. Like, I, why would someone go hiking? When they could go visit their mistress in Argentina. Okay, okay, so I'll say scandal as well. You're all saying real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys are all correct. It yeah. was real. And now I need to Google this because I'm Googling Appalachian Trail mistress. Argentine mistress. Okay, good. You have the score. Yeah, you're keeping score really weird. She's putting ones and zeros. She's okay, got so a little Mark binary Sanford. code going. Okay, it was Mark Sanford, and he was... Oh, he was the governor of South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of important. And he just went missing. And, uh, you know... <laughs> and the only, the only reason that they found out that he was having this affair and that he wasn't just hiking the Appalachian Trail and not returning his phone calls is because he ran into a journalist oh, in the airport. So in the airport back? Like, that on the way home? Like, in the airport. Like, coming out wow. of the airport. So, anyway, that's how journalism used to be done back in 2010. Okay. Helen, can you give, you, give us a score update? Score update. Addison's in the lead with seven. I'm next with five, and Emma has four. Dang. Okay. Here we go. There's, there's plenty of time. All right. <clears throat> a member of Congress is currently coming under fire for colluding with Ticketmaster in order to get Taylor Swift tickets for family members. <laughs> scandal or scandal. And I will do a little bit more context setting for this, is that Ticketmaster recently 
join together with another um, like ticketing company, Live Nation. Live Nation, and that's why there's been a lot. That's the per perceived reason as to why there's been a lot of these like tech issues with Ticketmaster, and Ooh. that whatever it's called, consolidation was approved by Congress. Scandal. Or this is a sensitive topic for me. I know that it's a sensitive topic. Um, Oh. <laughs> it's not a sensitive topic for me because I actually got Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah. So Ooh. watch your back, Emily. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, I how like it could definitely be real, but also that seems too. How much money are we talking about? What? There, it's not a dollar amount. It's priceless. It's priceless. It's Taylor Swift tickets. It's priceless. I mean, if you go on StubHub, wait. So, bucks. can you read the question again? They were driving them, or they were they colluding? they were colluding with Ticketmaster. So it wasn't it wasn't that the the that Ticketmaster gave them money and said it was kind of a it was kind of a quid pro quo situation. And what does quid pro quo mean? <laughs> <laughs> like basically, like I'll if you help us with this consolidation, we'll help you get tickets. Okay, Emma, thoughts? I think scandal. Scandal? Okay. The dads? Yeah, this is a little like, this feels like a little too on the nose. Mm -hmm. So I might say scandal. Scandal, so say scandal. You are all correct. Yeah. I wrote that and I knew I was going to be able to fool you, but it was too fun. <laughs> no, know. I loved it. I was like, so, <clears throat> okay. You all get a point all across the board. Okay, here we go. Number 10, we've got three more questions left, so keep that in mind. All right. When are Emma and I getting our personalized? We'll see. Okay. A presidential candidate covered up an affair with a staffer while his wife had terminal breast cancer. Scandal or scandal? Ooh, how recent? This was within the last 20 years. I thought she was going to say this was this last cycle. No. Mm -hmm. You probably would have read about this particular scandal. You would think. You would. You would think. I feel like I've heard about this. Yeah, I feel like there was something about breast cancer, like someone having breast cancer, but I don't know, like, if this specific story like, is true. I can't tell if this is I heard about this on the news or if I heard about it in my high school because I think the same thing happened. <laughs> oh in my high school. God! Oh God! Okay, well, I didn't like that turn of the story. I'll say, is it, I go first? I don't know. I'll say scandal. Scandal, I think it's real? Okay. This is 100% real. Yeah, there's like, I feel like it's I've heard icky. something. I don't know. I'm going to say scandal. Okay. You guys are all correct. Oh, God, this that's This is going to be your first opportunity. Which one of you wants the extra bonus point? Opportunity for the extra I'll bonus I'll do it. Point. Okay. If you can name the person, the party, or the state. No, not the party. That's too easy. The, the person. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can name the person or the state or their position. I'll give you the next one. Didn't you just say the presidential candidate? Well, what, what were they aside from presidential candidate? Uh, feels like a... A governor to me. Okay. You're wrong. <laughs> this is John Edwards, who was a senator from North Carolina, and he did, in fact, have an affair while his wife was uh, in the last year of her life. Oh, my God. So that's pretty cool. Was he... What party was he? He was a Democrat. Uh, that was going to be my yeah. uh, guess. If he, I... he was a Democrat. Yeah, so that's pretty Icky. cool. Hmm. Kill all yeah. men. Cool. And then and then and then she died. Okay, cool. Two more questions. I'm ready to go. A governor came under fire for purposefully creating traffic jams and colluding with other governmental officials in order to punish a mayor for declining to endorse him. Scandal or scandal? You say governor? Governor. Governors are unhinged sometimes. <laughs> um, they really are. I love a good governor. How recent? Uh, this was the last 15 years. Maybe 10. Mm. Who did they collude with? 
they colluded with um, other, like... Did you already say that? I'm sorry. No, but just like um, like transportation employees and um, with other people in like the other states. Emma, thoughts? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Curious. A tough one. Much to think about, much to consider. It's giving Chris Christie uh, doing his beach thing. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm going to say scam doll though, for okay. some reason. I don't know right. why. Can't justify it. Um, I was along the same thoughts of mm-hmm. Emma, but I think it is a scandal because I remember right. Chris Christie okay. fucking up a bridge. Okay. Oh, oh shit. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll say scandal. Scandal? Yeah. Fake, real, fake. Correct. Addison is correct. Ooh. Darn! And Helen, this is your opportunity. Oh no. For the bonus point, state or person? Jersey, baby. Jersey. <laughs> it was Christy. It was Chris Christie. <laughs> oh my god. You got it. You had the right thing in your brain. So it was the same scandal? It was a different scandal. No, that was, that the, was, the, that was the beach. Chris Christie did so many messed up things. <laughs> the, a pivotal did you know it? Okay, because I could hear Issa giggling. Issa in our studio audience. I also saw you from guys Google. looking at each other. And I was like curious. I was trying so hard not to look at you because I was like, Issa knows it. And I hear her giggling and I can't give it away by looking at Issa, but I need to know if she knows. I know, I know. A pivotal part of my childhood was that Chris Christie scandal. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's a core memory. Look, it was, it was a core memory for all of us. Um, not for oh, me. Not oh, me. Chris. Oh, Chris. <laughs> I don't know why you, but yeah, you were all the way across the street. <laughs> you were literally on the other I coast. was just really into bridges. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I literally took a bridge. So what actually okay, happened? So yeah. basically, Chris Christie, not a great dude, there was, this, there was this bridge into, I don't even know where it was, but it was a bridge that was used a lot during rush hour. Um, and he basically said, oh, we're going to do like a traffic study. And he closed two lanes of the bridge. And so a half hour commute turned into like a four hour commute. People could not get across this bridge and eventually like went to court and all these people got arrested for it. And who was the target of the target was like this town mayor. Like a random mayor. So silly. He's so just, silly. He's such a silly such a silly man. He's that, such a silly little Christian. boy. Okay. Ooh. Can you give us can you give us a little bit of a point check as we go into our final question? Point check. Oh my god. Emma has six. I have eight. And Batty has ten. Ooh, ooh, there. But mm. not we'll a lot say, of chance for not a lot of chance for redemption. Yeah. But anything is possible. Okay, our last question. Is everyone ready? So, okay. Two members of Congress were exposed for having an affair when they were caught having intimate relations in their party cloakroom during a recess. In their what? Not the cloakroom. Cloak it's cloak basically room. like the place where members of Congress go before they go into the. I think Batty has an unfair advantage. I actually... No. She knows what a cloakroom is. I did not actually. I just said... It's within the last, like, 15, 20 years. I'm not going to lie. Until two seconds ago, I thought the cloakroom was where they had their cloaks. <laughs> well, Do I they think, have I, cloaks? I think the idea is, like, once upon a time, they did leave their cloaks in the cloakroom and... Whatever. The audience giggled at that one. <laughs> That's besides the point. Okay, wait, will you repeat it? I got really hung up on what cloakroom was. Two members of Congress were exposed for having an affair, and they were caught having intimate relations in the party cloakroom during a recess. Hmm. Scandal or scandal? Recess, like, after lunchtime? Yes, like, after lunchtime. No, it's like, it's when Congress isn't in session. They were on the playground. They were on the playground. <laughs> Do you need when? to find any more vocabulary? <laughs> Did you say what, when? 15, 20 years ago. 15, 20 years ago. Emma, thoughts? The 2000s were an unhinged time. It's true. It's really true. There was a lot going on. Um, let's go... Scandal. Scandal? Okay. I... For the plot, mm-hmm. hope this is real. Okay. So it's a scandal. scandal. I'll oh. say scandal as Scandal. Well. Fake. Scam. Scam. Fake. Fake. 
And you two are both correct. Hey! It was fake. Gosh darn as it! As far as we know, did not happen. Although I guess it's possible. It is. I would not be surprised if members of Congress got it on. But oh. just didn't get, didn't get exposed for it. So that's fine. All right. Give me the phone. I'm going to do the, the, the final point read. <clears throat> In last place. <laughs> Emma with seven points. Uh, In second place, a reigning champion, Helen Hogue. Dethroned. Dethroned. And in first place, resident hill turn, poli sci dropout extraordinaire, (laughs) Addison. Resume. You can add I only lost by one, and if I'm being completely honest, I think if she hadn't gotten the early advantage with the personalized extra, I couldn't answer the Chris Christie right. one, and I gave you that answer. That's you did. You I, did. You, I, you I, think I know where Chris Christie is from? I talked about Chris Christie all the time. I didn't know he was a New Jerseyan. He, I also have he never heard of his bridge <laughs> scandal. Well, I'll send you some links. We helped each other out, and that's teamwork. It's about teamwork. I that's not, that's no. what this game is about. It's no. about teamwork. Well, we beat her, so it's okay. That's true. That's And you all came together, and you built this great community together. We built a bridge. We built a bridge. <laughs> Much to Chris Christie's dismay. <laughs> We built a functioning bridge. Excellent. Okay. Any any last words for our for our audience? Looking forward to next semester so I can bring it back because that sucked. I would just like to say, Madison Cawthorn, I'm proud of you <laughs> for Zero not shout making outs. it uh, onto the scandal. You know what? He was here for two years, went insane, and now he's gone. So we'll probably won't hear from him too much again. Hopefully. You never know. Mm-hmm. Addison, any last words? Um, I'm just proud of myself that I did not make this this list. I had no scandals. Zero. That's true. So you had true. a scandal-free year. I had a scandal-free year. So. Hey, Issa. Issa any, any final words from the studio audience? Talk real loud. Uh, that was really fun to listen to. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to my lovely guests for, for coming on the show again and for, for taking time out of your very busy lives. And with that, I'll see you guys next semester. And Woo! probably never again. Yeah. Okay, so one major update before we get into this is I've been talking the last couple of weeks about kind of our last big piece of news that we've been waiting for out of the midterms has been the Georgia Senate runoff. Um, Obviously, neither candidate did get that 50% majority back in November, and so we've had to wait until now in order to figure out exactly, um, you know, who is going to be, you know, more in control of the Senate, because the Democrats did have 50-50, but now we do know, as of last night, that Raphael Warnock did win his Senate race, which does bring the balance of the Senate from 51 to 51 Democrats and 49 Republicans. Um, So this is pretty big, even though it's still like a very slim majority. Not having a 50-50 majority is pretty good for the Democrats. Um, Okay, I'm getting I'm getting report outs from my mother regarding the George Washington Bridge scandal. She's saying it was the road in New Jersey on the way to the bridge that caused the traffic. Okay, so I was like basically right. Anyway. Thank you to my mother for also being in the live studio audience, and I apologize for making that blunder. That's on me. Anyway, um, anyway, so we the, the Democrats still do have a very razor thin margin in the Senate, um, but having that one extra vote does give them a lot more wiggle room. Um, and then, of course, so that's that's kind of one big takeaway from this. Then we also have, as I've talked about, this is the first big challenge in the post-Trump um, 2024 announcement era, um, and we didn't even get until 10:30 before the race got called. I think there's a lot of factors there. Uh, for on one hand, the the Republicans knew that they weren't going to be able to get the majority, so there was kind of low voter turnout, low motivation to turn out. Um, Herschel Walker was also not a good candidate, very scandal ridden. That caused him to kind of suppress voter turnout a lot. And then I think also we can't discount the Trump um, 
announcement as kind of part of the reason why motivation was so low, because Trump has been pretty involved in the Walker campaign. Um, he had a big endorsement, a whole bunch of things. So they were very, they were tied close together. Um, it's kind of right now it's impossible to know exactly what caused what. Um, but someday somebody will do a multivariate regression analysis and they'll be able to figure out uh, kind of more closely exactly what happened in this runoff election. Um, so again, it, this is not great for the Republicans, but it was also kind of a foregone conclusion. Um, once they called Nevada and Democrats for sure knew that they had the majority in the Senate. Um, so that's kind of here and there, very important, but just kind of that one big major update as we go into the rest of, you know, what I want to talk about today. So now I want to talk about where we've been. Um, so obviously, as I was like looking at my show notes for the past three months of shows, the midterms have been an absolutely major focus for us over the past several months. That's pretty much all we've talked about. We've been talking about them. We Honestly, I, I don't want to say this for sure, but I'm going to check. I'm pretty sure we've been talking about these midterms since this show started. I want to say like one of my very first episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My very, one of my, my second episode that I ever published January 2021 was called the premature discussion of 2022 episode. So I don't even, I, I don't want to go back and listen to that because cringe, you know? Um, but it's kind of crazy that we've been talking about, we've been talking about these, these races for two years now, basically. And now we're finally able to see what that outcome is. And boy, oh boy, did we go on an absolute journey this semester? Um, just kind of the ups and downs and every week kind of having a different forecast was such an interesting uh, kind of way to, to view this election again week by week. Uh, we did a lot of tracking polling. We did a lot of tracking candidates. We kind of, we saw every scandal, every speech, every debate. Um, we really did kind of see how each of those things affected all of those candidates um, as we went through um as we went through campaign season, we also saw how kind of all those national elements affected those those state and local campaigns um, and everything else like that. So we do know, you know, exactly how the change of changing, changing, changing gas prices and the inclusion of abortion referendums and all those things really did play a really strong role in the general election. Um, you know, and I think the kind of main takeaways, of course, there's a million main takeaways from this election season, and we'll never be able to get into all of them. But I think primarily we're seeing this that this election season really showed us the importance of candidate quality um, as kind of something that we don't talk about a lot, but maybe we should be talking about more, that it is a very important issue um, to be nominating good candidates um, and to allow those good candidates to kind of do their thing and to shine, because um, that's kind of one of the best ways to actually you know, build a good campaign. It's hard to build a good campaign around a bad candidate. Uh, and even in those races, Georgia, um, Pennsylvania, where we did see kind of the national environment sort of tilting in the um, Republicans' direction, because they couldn't build a good candidate, good campaign around a bad candidate, they ended up falling short. Um, and I think that also kind of plays into the second conclusion, which is all about kind of changing campaign dynamics and all of this like strategic primary voting and strategic primary funding that a lot of the Democrats engaged in. Again, promoting bad candidates on the other side can help your good candidate um, kind of help push them, push them beyond the finish line if they're also running against a good candidate. Um, and I think that's going to have very interesting implications for the future of campaigning. And it was interesting to see all of those things play out for real in the first for the first time. And of course, coupling that with all of the gerrymandering that happened in 2022, we definitely saw a, a really interesting kind of gamified strategic version of the midterms this cycle. And ultimately, it helped tilt things really much farther in the Democrats' direction than we assumed even a week or two out from Election Day. Um, and then, of course, the importance of these social issues. So talking about abortion and education issues and everything else that a lot of the pundits didn't think were going to be that central to um, 
this campaign season actually were a lot more important than they expected them to be. I think that's really clear with all of the states that had abortion referendums um, on their ballots. They had really high turnout and really high turnout for the Democrats. Um, so it's just interesting to see how those things really combined together. Um, everyone always wants to talk about the economy and voting on economic issues and everything else. But that really might not be the case anymore. Um, and of course, this is a major, major conclusion that we're going to get to a little bit later if we have time. But we are in a new political atmosphere. Um, I think 2022 defied a lot of historical trends, um, defied a lot of all, all of the, the polling, all of the punditry. Um, and so I think kind of going forward from here, we kind of can't necessarily use our history um, as the basis of predicting our future. We just can't do that anymore just because things are so different from what they once were. Um, and I think one of those, how that kind of translates is it used to be that, oh, we vote on the economy. Everyone votes on the economy. Everything about the midterms is about the economy and gas prices and inflation. When that might not necessarily be the case anymore and people's priorities are shifting and changing a lot. The economy is always going to be important, but you know, how important is it relative to other things? Um, and that's gonna be something that's really interesting to look at and watch going forward, especially as we get into the 2024 presidential election. And then last but not least on midterms is that this was the first official kind of public referendum on the first two Biden years. So the question now becomes, did the Democrats win in spite of Biden or because of Biden? Um, and that's something that we are kind of going to have to wait and see. And I think a lot of what we're going to have to find out about is, is not we're not going to find out until 2024. But that is what I wanted to say on the midterms and where we've been. And now I want to get into some kind of conversation about congressional affairs. So kind of where we've been um, kind of talking about Congress. So, of course, something you talked about a lot was the January 6th commission. Um, of course, they're probably going to die uh, come the next Congress. They're probably because they are like a temporary uh, commission. They're probably going to get their charter revoked or whatever it is that, that creates a commission. Um, but we did see kind of some big conclusions from them over the over the course of September and October. Um, and they're likely going to be issuing some kind of criminal referral um, before they kind of lose their authority come January. So it's kind of a big thing. We also, of course, saw federal funding battles that are just, you know, always persistent. We're always talking about federal funding. And so we saw that. And then, of course, um, over the summer and coming into uh, the semester, we saw a lot of new legislation that really helped to um, kind of promote the Democrats a lot more. We saw gun control legislation. We saw um, COVID funding legislation. We saw funding for the war in Ukraine, um, kind of all of those things. So a lot of legislative movement, a lot of political movement in Congress. And of course, that federal funding issue is going to be something that we are always talking about because name an episode where at least at some point I haven't talked about money because that is the way the world goes round. All right, moving on. Um, we also talked a lot about international affairs this, this semester. So of course, the war in Ukraine is still ongoing. Uh, that's gonna be something that we're, we're still continuing to see conversation about moving forward. Um, you know, we don't, we don't see any kind of timeline for that ending. So that's definitely something that we're just, we've been talking about, we're going to continue talking about. And we'll be coming up on a, on a, on a year, I think, of that all happening um, come the new year. Uh, we also talked about protests in Iran and in China. We talked about the World Cup, um, kind of talking about how our how our global landscape is changing in tandem with our domestic landscape, um, kind of how all of those things are connected. They're all changing at once. Um, and we're just in a new world. We're in a new political environment that is not just isolated to the United States. We also, of course, didn't write this down, but now I'm remembering we talked about uh, the United Kingdom, and we talked about all of their parliamentary struggles over there. Um, so again, you think that the the leadership, you know, tumultuousness and all of the political um, fervor over here in the United States is kind of isolated to us, but it really isn't. Uh, and it is kind of a, a worldwide trend, it seems. Um, and I'm not I'm not smart enough to make any assumptions about why that is, but someone probably does. And then, of course, 
have we talked about Twitter enough on this show? Should we talk about Twitter again? Um, that's something we're going to be continuing to talk about into the future. Uh, something I mentioned a lot throughout this season. Um, but yeah, Elon. Elon continues his, his control over Twitter, and we will continue to watch and learn as that continues. All right. But that is where we've been. That's a little bit of a, 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 a 10-minute run-through of everything that we've talked about, almost everything we've talked about this semester. Um, but now moving into where we're going. So, of course, I mentioned this, the, the outcome of the midterms are going to play a very prominent role in what we see happening uh, in Congress come January. So, of course, we do have the slim Republican majority in the House. We have a slim Democratic majority in the Senate. Um, and that means that the Republican priorities are going to be very different from what they currently are in the House. Um, so there's going to be a lot of focus on the border. Um, there's going to be a lot of focus on, you know, quote unquote, educational issues. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of push um, regarding LGBTQ plus rights around, um, you know, critical race theory and all of these different like curriculum and education things. Of course, those are more focused on the local level, um, but there's definitely going to be a lot of congressional advocacy on those issues, considering that the Republicans are going to have that very slim majority. Um, there's also going to be a pretty big focus on um, kind of the drug epidemic that's going on and, and fentanyl. Um, and then, of course, for some unholy reason, um, there's, they're planning a big push on Hunter Biden um, and figuring out what's going on with him, because that's obviously very, very important. Um, so the, the interesting thing there is that there's this kind of there's a divide within the Republican electorate as to whether or not they actually want Republican elected officials to be promoting those kind of like Hunter Biden, just general like Biden inquiries and all that kind of stuff, or whether they really do want members of Congress to just focus on these policy issues and kind of not worry about anything else. Um, so that's the debate that's happening right now. And it's pretty split that there is definitely kind of a more radical subsection of the party that wants to kind of be subpoenaing the Biden, Biden administration left and right and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then there's also a pretty big portion of the party, I think probably the majority of the party, if I had to make that assumption, um, that really would rather they focus on these specific policy issues and not like the random culture war issues like critical race theory, but really focus on things that the Republican electorate actually cares about, like the border, for example. Um, but only time will tell about how all of that works out. And then, of course, um, federal funding is going to be a major issue come the new Congress. Um, earmarks, which is something that I think we've talked about a little bit, um, it has existed in the last two Congresses where basically, or the last two federal funding cycles, I believe, where elected officials are basically able to request small pots of money for different community issues. Um, and the big fear was that the new Congress and the new Republican leadership was going to take earmarks away again because they got rid of it in 2010, 2014, um, just because there was like an incredible amount of corruption in the process. So they did bring it back. They, their fear was that they were going to get rid of it again. Does look like it's going to stick around. Um, so the earmarks that are currently in those federal funding bills probably will be cut down. Um, but all of the different organizations that have requested that money and have thought that they were going to get that money, maybe we'll get something. Um, so that's pretty big. And then, of course, that means that earmarks are going to survive for the next federal funding cycle as well. Um, so they're, they're not going anywhere because it's good politics and it's good policy, but whatever. Um, but then we do have kind of the federal funding bills as they stand. It is unclear whether or not they're going to get through in the way that they currently look because those packages are huge right now. Um, and they did not, they were basically built by the Democrats without any kind of Republican um, insight. So it's it's unlikely that they're going to be to able to get through in the way that they currently are. Um, but basically, because Congress is only in session, I think for like another week and a half or so before they leave for Christmas break, um, the House is probably going to have to pass a continuing resolution, push the process into the new year, and then the Republicans will have more control over the process. So we'll see how that all goes. We'll continue to talk about it as always. The thing about 
politics and the things that nothing exists in a silo. Nothing is ever one and done. We will continue to chat. And then, of course, as I talked about last week, we are going to see new leadership in the Democratic Party in the House, perhaps the Republican Party, TBD. Um, but that's definitely going to change dynamics and that's going to change the way that Congress looks come January. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be an exciting couple of months when we get back. And it's going to be very interesting to see how the, the dust settles post midterms. And then, of course, very quickly kind of running through this is that we're going to have to start talking about and thinking about 2024 campaigns. Oh, my God. When will it ever end? I hate that campaigning just gets earlier and earlier and earlier every year. It's so horrifying. But anyway, as we know, the Trump campaign already announced it's going to be interesting to see what they do and what they don't do. It's going to be interesting to see if other Republican leaders are basically able to talk them, talk the Trump campaign off a ledge, like make sure that they aren't able to to, to actually mess with anything. Um, it's pretty much a accepted thought right now that the that Trump running right now does nothing for the Republicans, even if he's running against Biden again. And of course, what Trump decides to do is going to dictate who and if other candidates decide to announce and when they decide to announce. Cough, cough, Ron DeSantis, cough, cough. Um, I personally see DeSantis probably definitely declaring one way or the other, but he's going to wait until the spring to announce. So he's going to kind of like let the dust settle from just being reelected governor and then he's going to announce later. Um, but that again kind of all depends a little bit on what the Democrats decide or, or what Trump decides to do. The Biden campaign is also likely going to announce sooner rather than later, probably some point in the new year. Um, he really can't hold off anymore from making a, a, a formal announcement because they need to start building strategy around a candidate. Um, he said repeatedly that he's planning to run again, but nothing is fixed until he actually goes on national television and says it. Uh, and the issue is that there's no real heir apparent if he doesn't decide to run again. Um, neither bench is particular, particularly deep right now, and campaigns just keep getting earlier and earlier. Um, I think that the, the turnover in leadership in the House is going to allow for that bench to become a little bit deeper, um, but it's still kind of a, a little bit of an issue for both parties that they've been relying so heavily on this old guard and they haven't been doing enough work kind of training their new guard. Uh, and the Republican new guard, the, the, the young guns as they are, uh, are not really what, what, they, what they intended to be. Um, so that's, that's kind of that with where we're going in terms of campaigns, in terms of Congress, uh, in terms of just ge these general issues. So yeah, I mean, as kind of a, a one last takeaway for this season before I let you all go, is that again, we are really in a new era of politics. Um, I think that there was an era from 2016 to 2022, and I think we're really moving now into something new, something a little bit unpredictable. Uh, and I think it's going to be really hard to nail down exactly what's going on in elections. I think that polling is going to have to really radically, drastically change in order to capture everything that's going on right now. I think attempting to nail down the priorities of the American people today is a lot more difficult now than it was 10, 15 years ago. I think that mobilizing voters is a lot more difficult today than it is 10, 15 years ago. Um, maybe that has to do with social media. Maybe that has to do with political polarization. Um, but regardless of, of why it is the case, it is the case um, that it's just going to be, it's, it's a new, very unpredictable era of politics that we are going to be moving into in 2023 and beyond. And I am excited to, to kind of go along this journey with you. But with all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys had a great semester. I hope you all enjoyed the season of Sheep Thrills. Um, good luck on your finals. Have a lovely, a lovely winter break. Uh, and hopefully I will talk to you guys in the spring. Have a great one.